Hi there, welcome to the Exhaustive Life Podcast, where I, Candy Zockley, will be documenting my efforts to live an exhaustive life. Life is way too short to get to the end of the day and feel like you haven't achieved all that you set out to. Not only will I share my own story in trying to get my life on the right track, I will also be sourcing advice from other people, real people. Together, we will find out different ways to make our days meaningful and purposeful. Are you interested in living your best life? If so, stick around. I'll see you on the other side of the intro music. The chance to start fresh is right around the corner. 2018 is drawing to a close and 2019 is getting ready to open its doors to inspiration, motivation and an overall feeling of determination to get this one right. If you're like me, you're probably feeling quite excited about the new year but also a little bit nervous because for so many it's the same story. You've developed a track record of getting a lot less done than you had hoped for. Resolutions made 12 months prior, all but forgotten. You could also be feeling a little overwhelmed with where exactly you'd like to start and want quick, actionable steps to keep that rush of motivation pushing you forward through the peaks and valleys that is a life well lived. By the end of today's episode, here's what I want. I want you to feel inspired, in control, equipped with a list of steps that make sense and are achievable in specific timeframes. More than anything else, I want you to feel a sense of your own self-worth and ability to create the changes you've been wanting to see come to fruition, but have stumbled over along the way. I want there to be a fresh feeling in the air. Like the haze is clearing and you've got a north star you'd like to follow with a bit of a roadmap to help you out. The kind of map you'd find in a video game that's not yet completely discovered but waiting to be. I'm going to give you the steps I think you should take based on what has worked for me in the past. Now, make no mistake, I am not speaking as some sort of self-actualized guru. I am in the trenches as well. I have suffered the typical fate of one obsessed with self-improvement. I know what works and have seen it trialed, but have struggled to make it stick for myself over a longer period of time. As mentioned in the podcast trailer, or episode zero, I want this podcast to not only be a source of information for you, the listener, I also want it to be a space for my own reflections and commiserations, a documentation of my triumphs and shortcomings. What I present to you today and the accompanying resources are what I intend to use and try myself. And I promise to provide my own feedback on these steps and offer adaptations as I move through next year, hopefully with increasing clarity and an eternally regenerating desire to succeed. Today, I'm going to talk about what we can do leading up to the new year. In the next episode, I will then be following up on how we can maintain momentum throughout the first 120 days of the year. If you're coming to this episode after the beginning of the new year, don't stress. Start from wherever you are. As long as you're ready, that's all that matters. With that... Let's get started. I'm a really big fan of new beginnings. When I was younger, I would always create new email addresses and sign up for new accounts on websites like Neopets, purely because I loved the feeling of the blank slate and starting fresh. I think a lot of us are like that, and that's why concepts like minimalism speak to so many, because we want to delete and we want to start again. While the internet has certainly put barriers in place to stop the kind of sign-up spam I was so drawn to in my youth, I still feel that same pull to continue to start fresh, to delete everything. See how long I can keep myself clean and unblemished for. I think it speaks to a perfectionism that is inherent in a lot of us. 
this year has been really interesting. A lot, and I mean a lot of navel gazing has occurred, which has been really good. It certainly made me a lot more conscious of the life that I'm choosing to live. But also not so good because it hasn't necessarily propelled me further away from the person I realize that I have become stuck as. I've read so many self-improvement texts this year. I got to a point where I was experiencing physical symptoms of fatigue and nausea. I got stuck seeking that rush that comes with the hope of recreating yourself. But when it came time to act, I found that I just couldn't. Something happened to me about a week ago that perhaps is, you know, the catalyst for the change that I'm seeking. Basically, I had a moment that I've had a fair amount in recent times, that of going from zero to 100 very quickly, and I found myself being solely responsible for negatively colouring an otherwise positive experience with my family. I left the scene of the crime embarrassed and sheepish. Later that night, talking to my sister, I was able to admit a deep, constant feeling of a lack of control. This in itself was a breakthrough. I otherwise would have gotten defensive if anyone else had suggested that was the case. But it was clear. Where has this lack of control come from? Well, for one thing, this year I gained back all the weight that I had lost last year. I also ended a relationship at the beginning of this year. It was a severing of ties that felt quite traumatic and it definitely had a ripple effect on my perception of myself because it shone a spotlight on my own shortcomings as I grappled with the flaws in the relationship that I had sought to end. I also turned 26 which I'm sure doesn't sound particularly harrowing of an event, but as someone who is obsessed with timelines and anniversarizing everything, the idea of being four years or a whole Olympic cycle away from my 30s seriously threw me for a loop. I felt I was emotionally stunted in this context, unsure of where to go in order to improve. I just wanted to believe in the fantastical almost, hoping for the ability to wipe my personality clean and start again. My outlook was going from dopamine excited Um, after focusing on the idea of self-improvement, to pretty bleak, feeling tired when it seems like life in reality may not be able to offer all that much for me in the long run. And so I realized I needed to act. One of those ways is obviously getting this podcast up and running, as well as its parent site, theexhaustivelife.com. For so long, I've been used to sitting on ideas, letting them percolate, but never fully, which of course has placed me in an ongoing state of inertia. This breakthrough has come at a pretty convenient time. A fresh year, 365 chances, 365 chapters really to add to your huge ass novel of a life. How interesting it could be to get to a year from today and see a daily progression of improvement, watching it unfold, looking back and having it essentially printed out and bound in your memory. My big, huge, major goal and really the goal of my whole website and this podcast is to engineer a life that has the following byproduct that when your head hits that pillow at night after a perfectly structured day you are properly tired because you've done well I don't know about you but I'm kind of getting over the whole you know getting to 11 or so at night and feeling awake and empty dissatisfied with my choices for the day because each day of the same thing eventually and inevitably amounts to a year Compound enough of those years and the sum of that is a life. I don't want to get to the end of my life and answer the question, what did you get up to, the way I answer it when it's asked at the end of a day or a weekend. Can't remember, not much. If we can use every day actively with the goal of making at least some sort of shift, I feel that we've won. Okay, now that you know where I stand, let's get into the list. 
First, some actionable steps you should take between now and January the 1st if you really want to hit the ground running for the new year. The key is to bridge that gap between idealism and reality. We want to achieve the currently impossible, but navigate our current selves in order. Step number one, set aside time for a month by month reflection of 2018, focusing on feelings of gratitude and lessons learned. I would suggest setting a 15 minute timer for this activity. You might even like to go through old journals, but just be careful not to fall down the rabbit hole and get down and depressed about what you didn't achieve um, or any negative points that might come up in your journal's reflections. Acknowledging where you fell down can be really important though, because humility can be a catalyst for power. So what we're doing is essentially we're looking for patterns. So looking for things where you know it worked and where you enjoyed yourself or you you know, spent time with your family or you achieved a goal that you would set out to achieve, whether it be big or small, it doesn't matter. Just look for things that maybe you can replicate next year if they're good and things that you can try to avoid if they weren't so good. Step number two, define your values, controlling ideas and themes that you would like to focus on in 2019. So essentially, these will collectively become your North Star for the next 12 months. They're going to guide the actions that you take. So a key word I really sought to focus on this year was creativity. And I think I did okay with it. Not amazingly well, but it was a word that kept popping up in my head when I'd find myself at a low point. Okay, it reminded me that that is really what I was getting up in the morning to do. Um, so think about some keywords that you can come up with that define who you are as a person and the kind of things that you care about. Think about how you came to identify these keywords as well. So what are some examples of them and what are some non-examples? So for me, what would creativity have looked like and what did creativity definitely not look like? So for that latter example, I would say spending an hour or so on, you know, social media stalking people, you know, just for the fun of it. So that's step number two, define your key values or themes that you want to focus on for next year. Step number three, identify some key events coming up next year. So they can be recurring like birthdays and Christmas or once off. So for like me, I'm going on a holiday next year. So that's something that I get to look forward to halfway through 2019. So think about for each of those events, what you'd like to have ready and achieved by specific anchor dates. Um, and what are some tasks you might need to complete? So something I really want to improve on next year is um, my efficiency in getting um, presents ready uh, for birthdays and you know Easter and Christmas. And I also want to put a lot more effort into how I present those presents. I also want to um, put a lot more effort into how I you know design and you know present those gifts as well. I'm going to give myself perhaps a one month. Um, anchor date and that's when I should basically start getting ready you know start my planning process for each of the presents that I want to you know give at some point in the year step number four visualize your ideal 2019 so obviously it's good to think further ahead think about the life you would like to lead but obviously we're working in a one year chunk here okay so I want you to be specific when you visualize in your head and you're going to play it out like a movie basically so visualize what the ideal 2019 would look like okay
okay? Um, from the moment you wake up to the second your head hits that pillow at the end of the night, I want you to think about what, and write this down as well, what looks familiar. So what are some things that you want to preserve that you're already, you know, implementing so far in your life? So those are things you want to maximize. And what are the things you want to minimize in your current life? So what's kind of holding you back from achieving that, that visual identity, you know? What we're trying to do is we're trying to shift our current selves forward every so often in order to cement over the long run real change. So what you want to ask yourself is, what kind of story do I want to tell others on December 31st, 2019? Do you want to say that you tried to follow your New Year's resolutions, but you gave up three weeks into the process? Or do you want to be able to relate the ups and downs of that journey that ultimately ended in you learning you know, valuable lessons that you can take with you into the next phase of your life? You also need to ask yourself what you really want deep down. What is realistic given your current lifestyle? You want to push for small leaps that you can be proud of. It's this idea of trusting yourself to achieve. The story question is a really important one, but I have a couple more I want you to think about as well. So the next thing I want you to consider is deep down, what do you really want to see happen in 2019? If it went off without a hitch. So it might be something like you wished you had learned Italian this year or you wished you had stuck at, you know, practicing keyboard every single day. I'm definitely not projecting here. Um, Even if you don't end up achieving, you know, your deep-seated desires at the end of the 365-day period, the point is that you have become conscious of them and you have acknowledged them. And that, I think, is a really important step. And that will get you closer to achieving those goals than if you continue to repress them the way that you have so far. So think about what you really want. And then think about what is realistic for you to achieve given your current lifestyle. I'm definitely someone who loves big, lofty goals. But it does leave me very discontent when I don't get any closer to them. Because I can't trust myself to do so. Because I haven't proven to myself that, you know, I have the wherewithal to, you know, consistently put in effort every single day. So that's something you really want to think about. What could you realistically do each day that you can trust yourself to do each day that will get you closer to those bigger goals? Okay, we're pushing for small leaps that we can be proud of. All right, step five is I want you to identify three major areas of your life that you want to overhaul. So for me, I really want to focus on my physical health, okay, my writing prolificacy, and my social life. For each of those three major areas that you have defined, I want you to now brainstorm three skills or things you could realistically alter or improve upon next year. So basically what we're doing is we are going to identify nine skill level ups that we want to achieve by the end of the 12 month period. That's a pretty cool thing if you think about it. So for each goal, you're defining three skills or levels that you would like to master by the end of the year. I'm a really big fan of Alex Hine 
Um, and he talks about in his book, Master of the Day, the 100-day iteration process. So basically, you're trying to clock a new skill um, within the 100-day period. For our own purposes, we are going to work within a 120-day cycle. Um, so basically, you've got, a, you know, 100 days ideally to clock the skill, but you've got 20-day kind of w- wiggle room, okay? And even if you do achieve, you know, this level up within 100 days, you then have 20 days to make sure that you're cementing it and that you're able to reflect on the process and adapt um, adapt it, you know, if necessary for the next 120-day cycle. I don't know about you, but I think the thought of leveling up nine times is extremely enticing to me. Okay, step number six is thinking about the other aspects of our lives that are still very important, but obviously not you know, kind of in our focus zone. And that's cool. So for me, I, you know, want to focus on my finances next year. I also really want to focus on improving my work as a teacher. Um, Again, those two areas of my life are really important to me. I can't stress that enough. But I mean, first of all, teaching is my job. So I do work on it, you know, at least seven to eight hours a day. Um, And my finances are something that, you know, I can automate. Okay, with the right kind of management. So I have my three areas that I want to focus on. And I've also got the other aspects of my life that I care about, you know, improving in as well. Once I have identified how I would like to improve in each of these areas, um, I think it's really important to visually represent this somehow. So it could be on a poster or it could be, you know, inside a journal, you know, do a double spread, do a little bit of a mind map. Okay, but you want to see it written down, okay, so that you can refer to it throughout the year. Okay, step number six is thinking about problem solving. I love Mark Manson's work. I really enjoyed his book, um, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. And I think that, you know, his idea about life being about problem solving and choosing the right kind of problems to solve is so true. And I'm a really big problem solver. So I love the idea of framing my day-to-day, you know, actions in that way. So what you need to do is you're going to think about the barriers, the obstacles, um, and the general spot fires you're going to come up against and how you're going to realistically respond. So you're taking into account your own temperament, your own behaviors, your own beliefs. Okay. And you're also, you know, adapting this exercise to your own lifestyle. Okay, so you might be the kind of person who comes up against conflict quite a bit. How are you going to deal with it? Um, So what you want to do is you want to aim for three to five strategies per obstacle. Now, back to Alex Hine, he proposes in a YouTube video, which I'll put in the show notes, um, basically a strategy page journaling method um, where you essentially do what I've just said. You brainstorm how you're going to deal with any issues that you're currently having on your way to achieving your goals. So I would suggest after, you know, brainstorming um, your strategies, either putting them up above your desk or above your bed on a poster or maybe in flashcards that you can pop it inside your phone or inside your wallet um, and refer to it whenever you feel the need to. You also want to identify any processes or routines that you'd like to put in place in, in order to make next year a little bit more smooth. Okay, so if there is any area where you can automate some in order to minimize that decision making effort, do that now. 
Step number seven, schedule larger reflection checkpoints. So what I mean by that is when are you going to review your process or your progress um, each month? I think monthly or every 30 to 40 days is good. Um, So obviously we're working in a 120 day cycle. So you could basically check in every 40 days if you wanted to. Okay, it's up to you. But whatever you do, decide, set an alarm for that period. You also want to have a document that allows you to properly reflect and adapt your goals and habits as you see fit. We want to be able to see, you know, the progress over time. That's really important. Finally, step eight, identify three people that you look up to and I want you to source a quote from them and you're going to keep those quotes in a special place that you can refer to. So it could be on your vision board, it could be on the flashcard you keep inside your wallet. What you're doing is is you're preparing for the inevitable dip in your motivation and when that happens you're going to ask you know, the people you admire to help you out a bit. Okay, so those are my eight steps that I think would be really helpful in setting up a wonderful 2019. If you've made it this far, thank you so much. I really appreciate you agreeing to come on this ride with me. It is, you know, my first official episode and it's been interesting recording it, to be honest with you. Um, If you liked what you heard, leave a review. If not, still leave a review because I am a bit of a sucker for constructive criticism. Hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode and head over to theexhaustivelife.com for a breakdown of the show notes as well as to receive your free template of all the steps outlined today. Stay tuned for the next episode in which I run through the process of setting up your life in 2019 and making that first cycle as streamlined and effective as you can. All right, I will see you then. Thanks so much, guys.